0: um real quick brooke oh, just fuck. you want to give one survivor take she's watched probably a total of 60 minutes of this season just kind of yeah. here and there you yes. don't have one no i just don't like emily i think she's amazing. doesn't like emily Let's doesn't, go. doesn't like emily she's not a fan have fun thanks yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean if you're just kind of hopping in here and there i can totally see how you would not yeah.
1: be an emily how many hole hold ones do you have on your career a ridiculous question asking you
0: can ask michael that question
1: though but as the resident golfer on the, the podcast michael you got one one i was 13 years old 13 wow that would be like the best moment of your life but life goes downhill quick <laughs> and
0: we're back ladies and gentlemen boys and girls voting in the majority is on the airwaves with another episode I'm joined as always with my esteemed co-hosts Bryce Mulder and Michael Gutierrez. Bryce, how you doing this morning?
1: I'm doing well. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Don't really got much more other than that. Michael, how are you?
2: I'm doing well. It's Sunday of Thanksgiving break and I'm absolutely tired of resting. I want to like go do something else. Like I'm I'm exhausted from from doing nothing.
0: <laughs> You're not a big like relaxed guy. You're kind of a go guy.
2: I wouldn't go that far, but it's just, like, just knowing that there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to do.
1: Yeah. Kind of been. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish?
2: Um, I really like, uh, huh, I'm not really that big of a Thanksgiving dish guy. I just like potatoes, make mashed potatoes and gravy is really just a staple. What's a good um, one?
0: But double dives is actually my answer. Ooh, that's a sneaky one. That one. Yeah. Barf. No one makes it homemade from scratch and no one makes it as good as I do. So everyone is going to hear this and think I'm crazy. But if you had my green bean casserole, you would understand. Ooh. It's green
1: bean casserole.
0: It, it goes crazy. I, I you know, do the mushroom and like cream of mushroom uh soup and do it all. And it's pretty good breadcrumbs on top fried onions, it's the whole
2: thing. Nice green bean hot dish. Never hurt anybody. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds horrible. That sounds disgusting.
2: Yep. Uh,
1: I sure like it's got to be good. If you can just throw it out there as your favorite dish for Thanksgiving though, like, cause that should never be anybody's favorite dish for Thanksgiving. So it must be banging. If you did that, I would be absolutely honored
0: to make it for the two of you on any occasion. Wow. I feel just- special. Just to show you guys what we're working with.
1: Well, I got some time next Friday. Um, if you—just <laughs> kidding. Whenever...
2: Whenever you're booked out, you're booked out in advance. Damn. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, uh, what, what's correct... your surprise? What's the your correct price? answer is the sweet potato casserole. Um, or candied yams. I don't really know the difference. I know there's a difference between yams and sweet potatoes, but the sweet potatoes with the marshmallows on top. With the marshmallow. Bang in. That's the best. Absolutely. That,
0: I've only had that at maybe one or two Thanksgivings, and I loved it, but it's just never a frequent one in
1: my neck of the woods, unfortunately. It's really not, and I'm I'm upset that I'm, I haven't had it in, like, the last three years for Thanksgiving. I'm a little I upset. I make it every year,
2: Bryce. Really? Yeah. No marshmallows, right. though. I go with the crushed pecans and brown Ooh, sugar. No no marshmallows. I'm okay with that. Um, Really, really good. It's kind of in that potato, like, that... I have no problem putting that next to potatoes and gravy on my plate and Ooh. having the same consistency, different flavors. That's not yeah. an issue over here. Absolutely. Um, also, at your recommendation last year, I got that stovetop stuffing. Yeah. Still in my cabinet. Haven't touched it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to get out. There's going to be a very bleak like Wednesday or Thursday night in the middle of January yeah. where I'm going to have nothing to eat. And I'm going to be like, all right
1: topped stuff it might not be this January it might yeah. be January. <laughs> it's honestly so banging like and that oh, might I'm be a thing. That. that might be because I just grew up on it but it's so good oh I'm a stuffing fan in general though a little gravy on some stuffing and some mashed potatoes mix that all together oh
2: pop quiz do you know the difference between stuffing and
1: dressing well dressing is what you put on a salad and I don't yeah, know
2: so you gotta be a smart ass or you can be a smart ass I don't know what dressing is Dressing is like an alternative, just like it's like a stuffing and dressing, like kind of like interchangeable vernacular. Like if you look up like oh, really? Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dressing. That's... I have
0: heard of dressing. Is is it, really? does it have breadcrumbs in it, like the way stuffing does? What's the difference?
2: The answer is that I don't know the difference, but oh, cool. uh, <laughs> we were discussing it. <laughs> we were discussing. We were hy- hypothesizing what it might yeah. be over uh over some turkey, and we didn't know. But I. I'm 100% sure, Bryce, that it is more than just what goes on a salad. I'm staring at it straight in the face here. It I've, looks like
1: something to me. I've never heard of dressing. Like, that doesn't that surprise context. me. It's like maybe that's just like a hot dish for y'all, you know? That's just what you call it. Oh,
2: here we go. Stuffing is cooked in the cavity of the oh. turkey. Dressing gets cooked on its own.
1: So then the stove top so A lot would of people dressing. are making
2: dressing. A lot of people are making dressing and they're using it to and they're saying it's stuffing.
0: Interesting. That makes so much sense because it's literally stuffed, yeah, into the cafe. Yeah. Stuffing. Circle gets a square, baby. Come on now. <laughs> Put, me on right Put me on the board. Put me on the board. Um, I feel like do you guys think people actually like like hearing people talk about their favorite Thanksgiving food? Or is mm-hmm. that just like a cliche and everyone's like, come on, get this over with?
2: I can assure you that's going to be an icebreaker when you're meeting this
1: week. <laughs> uh, so you're saying that the viewers probably want us to move on then, Harf? I'm
2: saying the viewers are, as we've been talking about it, all
0: I've been thinking is, God, I wish we hadn't started recording yet. I'm going to go well. Okay, so let's get into the important stuff. What do you guys eat on Christmas Eve and Christmas dinner? Tacos. <laughs>
3: oh
0: my- mm-hmm. Tacos. Wow. Let's go. That's delicious. All right. Let's get into the actual important stuff. Let's start the pod. It was a r- almost regular episode of Survivor. There's a little, little something we'll we'll talk about that made it not so regular. But we're past the merge and kind of getting into the the meat of of the end of the season. We've probably got five, four episodes left. We we just watched episode nine, but regardless, we're getting down to the the nuts and bolts we're going to hop right into the pod structure with our one big thing where we kind of highlight the main point of the episode. Michael hopped onto the pre zoom FaceTime and had something he wanted to share with the, with the crew. What are you thinking, Michael?
2: Yeah, I appreciate it. Is it four or five episodes left? I wish it was like one or two. I would
0: guess there's 14 episodes usually. So probably 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, maybe five.
2: I'm drained Bryce. I'm absolutely (laughs) drained. Um. Yeah. Okay. So my big thing is, and it's such a, um, what is it? Those in glass houses can't throw stones. Is, is that what it is? Yeah. I feel like I've been asking Survivor, like we've been asking for more, and then now that they're giving it to us, I don't want it. Um, three people losing their vote is just too complicated for like for this lo- level of the game, like. Yeah. Uh, and so that that's my bi- one. Big thing is that I I also hate the three 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 this immunity challenge more than i hate any other immunity challenge i forgot who did it last year or but but i don't like this format for the challenge where they do teams teams and then individuals Mm -hmm. um and i am thinking that the three votes that get taken away granted only two end up getting taken away because our guy austin earns his vote back um it just messes a little bit too much with the unpredictability and the um like the free will of these uh of these survivor players i mean think about all the different things that you had the two swing votes essentially katura and emily like the two people that could have done something with bella they could have made a move on mm. d they could have made a move on austin like those two players lost their votes and that mm-hmm. was crucial because then it just was became a very simple Bello versus Reba. Reba takes out who they want to take out. Kendra, who is evolving into becoming a really fun character, like whether or not you liked her out there, like she was she was adding a lot of flavor to what we were while yeah. we were getting. Um I think Survivor overstepped here. I think that it's something that would have been a really cool concept of like, hey, we have two teams. I don't know if it was like Early on, you know, pre pre-merge, somehow they could get creative with how they could make one or two people lose their vote. Yeah. Um but overall I was really frustrated with it. And then additionally, um I'm not convinced that uh there was even a third string in their sandbox. I want back, I want back, I <laughs> wow. want to go back to Survivor Collusion. I'm not convinced. Wow. I think that they saw what the, the tribes were. They took that three and they said, you know what? I know there's only two in this sandbox. We're going to throw that in there. They're screwed. I yeah. I was very surprised with Emily's dismay that they did not continue looking for that third one just to know that it was somewhere, <laughs> but they didn't. Mm. That's so interesting.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm I mean, kidding. I'm all with it. I'm all with, uh, let's throw shade on, on Survivor. I Do I think it? was in there yes 100 i think <laughs> <They put that laughs> in there. it might have been a little deeper they might have not found it because it's like 10 feet deep but hey it was somewhere in that sand
2: okay i think that i may have gone a little rogue at the end there and uh, hid the <laughs> value of my true message which is the fact that everyone should have their vote unless something yeah. extreme happens but you should not just willy-nilly take three votes like that
0: so here's where i'm at with it michael at the first merge or pre, like whatever, when they started merging vote, they had six people safe and six people were vulnerable from mm-hmm. the vote. The next, Every- and everyone could vote. And everyone could vote. Who went home that one? Right before Sifu, it was j Maya. Maybe Jay Maya. Jay, yep, Jay Maya. Yeah, when Caleb played his uh, yeah. shot in the dark, the next the next episode they split into two smaller tribes for the immunity challenge. Both went to tribal, and Sifu and Caleb went up, so went home. So that was kind of another weird thing. The next episode we have the auction, and someone loses their vote no matter what. The next episode we have three people losing their vote no matter what. They do have mm-hmm. the opportunity to gain it back. This is like four episodes in a row that they've they've done something screwy with the votes or immunity at tribal, and like. It hasn't just been a straightforward vote, which, like you said, maybe that's what people want in New Era Survivor, but there's also a lot of advantages. There's also Shot in the Dark. There's also Idols. There's like, there's a lot
1: going on.
2: Amulets. Amulets. Yeah. It's
1: just, it's a lot. Okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. You're just do it. But... <laughs> okay. I'm just going to say, because the whole point of the conversation was that Katura and Emily could use their vote to sway something. And that makes total sense, right? Are they at eight or are they at nine right now? There were nine nine people left this episode. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, they were at nine, right? makes total sense. Like, Of course they could do that. But then watching the edit over again, like Katura wants to be with Reba. Emily wants to be Reba's fifth. Jake now wants to be Reba's fifth. Everybody no one's playing the game like that like the votes didn't even matter even if we didn't have them like everyone just wants to be with reba oh. like bello is shit
2: that's that's bullshit though that that argument is like that's the first half of the the episode argument and nothing valuable happens in the first half of the episode then you realize after that emily goes and talks to austin and drew and is like hey what's your situation with d and she now realizes that d is in a better position with those two than she is and then if she would have had a chance to talk to Katura about that, then their mindset would have switched a little bit. And Keturah have... said she
1: didn't want to work with Bellow. But that's not working with
2: Bellow. That's working against a tribe that they're going to lose in. Like, that's like a different, like, Emily has, Emily is the one that can thread the needle between working with Bellow, quote unquote, and using three or four votes to blindside D, and then reestablishing that there's
1: a new, new normal. I mean, I guess
2: the chance that they didn't have the chance to scramble or talk about it because they didn't have their votes.
1: I guess that's true. But also, like, we're saying, like, that is the person. But like what we haven't seen it like and that's kind of like, are they going to do it like with Emily? Like, Emily, she's going to be the one who pulls in the three votes. They move things around. But like. They've been so, Emily Couture and them have been so straight, like to what the vote has been the last few episodes. I don't think that they would be. I don't think that they would have changed anything.
2: That's what Harv's saying is that they haven't had a chance to the last few episodes because the vote was on Kelly, which was the right vote. And then the vote was an uncontrollable Caleb vote, an uncontrollable Sifu vote, an uncontrollable J Maya vote. And now, if we see the preview for the next episode, like they know that they need to get D out. So, like, Ideally, this would have been a this would have been executable in this episode and would have been a great time to see if they had what it takes to pull it together. But they were never given the opportunity because Jeff and Survivor wanted to continue to be cute about what happens at Travel Council.
1: I guess that's that that's a good point. But I'm wondering, what were the votes this episode? Well, it was pretty, it was pretty, sweep.
0: pretty clean sweep. Yeah.
1: Fair. I'm just like. How many votes were there? There were six, seven, seven, and four of them were the Reba. So that wasn't even going to make sense. Yeah. Austin I guess so. might have, Austin because might both have not M- voted for Yeah. Yeah. But again, like they weren't even, like, there was never a conversation about, I guess there was a conversation about getting b before the votes were left. But like the conversation after that was just strictly about getting one of the two Bellow members. And it was like, which Bellow member? And that was between the Bellow. That's what I'm getting upset with is like, Bellow is trying to get Bellow people out.
0: Yeah, and remember, Bruce comes back from tribal, and his big thing is Jake overreacted to the Kelly thing, like, I'm okay with getting Jake now. And then at the sanctuary, both Jake or Kendra and Bruce said they're okay with getting Jake. So there definitely is inviting, and people aren't going after Reba as much as possible. But I think part of that is because Reba has had a pretty clear majority almost every vote because of how things have shaken out in a weird way um so i don't know how much people could have done it would have had to be everyone it would have had to be go to
2: rock it would have been three three well
0: and just any of these last few episodes i episodes i think it would have taken everyone of the minority to be on the same page and agree that they have to go after reba and target the same reba person and they're just all splintered a little too much and it just it hasn't happened mm-hmm.
2: well and it would have been three three
0: yeah, this There's episode seven,
1: seven. This is what they're well, 70. but they
2: didn't know that Austin had his vote, and so that yeah. actually would have been four three. Yeah. Mego would have won anyway. Yeah, but but they thought it was going to be three three. They could it's
0: have like tried. They're
2: not. They're not going to go to rocks
1: for that. Yeah. Right. I don't. I don't know. Jake. Jake wanted to go to rocks earlier. So <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I just, how much they're thinking. Kendra didn't even know that they 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 could be lying about their vote. So I mean, they were all struggling.
2: I think that these situations clearly just make the majority Alliance in even more control. Um, and the way that it worked out with the way that I'm choosing to believe that survivor colluded and intentionally got Emily Katura, and Austin to lose their votes, but putting them in one with only two ropes. I think that uh, I think that this was a overstep on survivor's point. Um, I like that. Robbed us of a really, really good episode. Fair.
1: I just want to say one thing. Bello had the majority going into the merge. They were the only tribe with all six of their players left.
2: I yes, but that's I don't think that. Well, wait, and then I think, I think
1: I think I think like you're saying, definitely some circumstances popped up where they got screwed with votes and different things. But also they have been voting each other out. That's kind of my, that was my only point is like Bello has done this to themselves as well.
2: I don't think of them as a as an alliance though like, like yeah. I don't think of we can say ReBA the same way we could say like it's just that they happen to stick tight to their four that was in there I don't think that it's like a tribal thing as yeah much as that's
1: like, fair but like we were saying ReBA's the majority Alliance like the or the fours the majority Alliance right now like it's been like they had the numbers earlier to take them out but I mean <laughs> obviously that's that's hindsight 2020 so anyway
2: like I would have considered Emily a part of ReBA
1: yeah. Emily would have considered Emily part of a, you, part you agree, of Reba.
2: Yeah.
1: So. Well, I think that kind of goes to my confessional now. If it's okay if I hop in. Yeah, I've
0: got nothing else to add there.
1: That, that was Sick. a good
0: good one, Michael. Let's, let's yeah hop that was into really confessional. Uh,
1: my confessional is that at this moment right now, there's four people who probably have a really really good shot of winning with their core four, and then there's a lot of other people. My point is. That Bruce has a better shot of winning this game than Emily. That's my confessional for the week. And I wanted to hear what your thoughts are on that. So who are the core four? You say it's the four Reba all having a chance to win? I would say the core four has the best shot of winning. I'm just putting them up there as like those four. And then, but of everybody else, I think Bruce has a be- the best shot or a better shot to win than Emily.
2: I think there's a lot of game left to play. Yeah, uh, there's a lot if of we're, game. If, if, we're pushing, if we're putting the odds on right now, I think that Bruce is in a situation kind of similar to this is extreme. I think he's in a situation where like, he's got to keep winning, otherwise he's going to get voted out just because he's put himself in that spot. And I mm-hmm. don't think he's going to win four straight immunities and then use his immunity necklace.
1: Okay, let me let me throw a little hypothetical at you. Bruce loses the next challenge. Who is the one that's going home? Are they going after D or Bruce? Say both of them lose. Say Mama J wins.
2: Ooh, I think that there's a real chance that. I think there's a real chance that they both use idols and none of them go home. Um, but I would say that there's a better chance that D is protected from her idol, and then there's a better chance that Bruce tries to get get by without playing his idol. Hmm okay um but i i do think that that's a good point like he could skirt by there um if that's the case though i think that emily is the one that's responsible for the d blind side and i think that that shifts her up in the power rankings Ooh, above wow bruce.
1: hypothetical yeah i like it
2: so um
0: my thing with bruce is i'm just looking at the names of people left and like how the jury will shake out i don't see there being like more than one or two people that like Bruce and like you got Jake and maybe Caleb respects Bruce in some weird way I don't think he does he didn't like Bruce he was kind of gunning for him I, I see Kelly and Kendra Kelly yeah Kelly but yeah maybe Kelly kind of warms up to him over time I just don't see him getting a lot of votes and so I do agree he's got a decent path if he can dodge one or two votes in a kind of conspicuous way but mm-hmm. Um, I also wanted to contest one other thing you said. Unless, and I hate to say this with with Michael present, unless That's something bad about Julie? Unless Julie's responsible for one or probably she needs two of Austin, Drew, and D going home. I'm putting her at like a zero, one, two percent chance of pulling something out of her mm. out of her butt. Mm. Like she mm. is just like she's saying that she's kind of willing to do things and then not doing them with the minority like she's and it's not really her own fault like this episode she kind of got steamrolled by d and she was trying to go with the jake thing and like just continually kind of rubbing people the wrong way and like i i just i think she's kind of making some fractures with potential jury votes and not guiding any actual votes to like the point where she can say i did that i did that she just kind of Mm. part of the alliance right now even though she is nice and everyone likes her i just don't know if she's gonna have the the game to stand on at the end of this she's coming second in two immunity challenges like so close to having like huge credit yeah. there but like second it's
1: it's not horseshoes right but i well i want to save my rebuttal to that because julie's all over my outwit, outplay out last and Oof. winner of the episode she's all over the place so i wow. i I, I know I know what you're saying, and definitely it seems like a lot of people are respecting D and um, Austin and Drew a little bit more in terms of their gameplay. I think Julie has a case to be made. I think truly watching this, this season, I think that Julie did more than D in the first couple episodes, like in terms of controlling the vote, guiding it where it needs to be. I think D's getting a lot of credit that Julie deserves. Mm. I That's personally like think it. that but yeah. perception is reality right perception is reality but i want to go back to bruce real quick bruce has been safe 16 of the 17 days on survival dude i was going to say that at the end yeah he has a case to be made bro but that's a lot of the twists and shit we're talking about part is part of that too and it's just been yeah like, but he's won everything he's yeah, he literally has. won everything and he has an idol like he has a he has an argument at the end of this game
2: he does a part of a part of winning survivors making the argument though, and I think he's going to go in there and he's going to act like his back was against the wall the whole motherfucking time, mm. and he was grinding. And it's like that's not the reality, Bruce. Like the, bra- the reality is that you again were safe for seventeen of eighteen nights or whatever it was. Like I just think that I don't think he's attached to that story. I think he's going to view himself as an underdog, and I think you need to have feel dominant in you know, order wow. to share that story. The other thing I'll say about Julie is. Um, had a like just talking to, to survivor novices that like I think we know survivor well but like we're not OGs like we don't know and we're not into the edit as deep as some other people so I was talking to resident um, specialist Joey Hewitt and he's someone that is just like Julie's not getting enough here like if if she were a winner they would have showed this they would have edited this episode differently they would have done this differently and I just think we got to throw that out because of like, think about like the Gabler win. Think about the, yeah. think about the, um, who won last
1: year? It was, well, the jam, one, jam, jam Jam. Jam Jam. Like the person like who won Episode
2: eight and episode nine weren't doing shit either. Like For there's a sure. lot no that still has yep. to
0: happen. Well, yeah. A lot of game left. And I will say the one thing, the one like argument that I think Julie can make at final tribal that would be really persuasive is the Reba. four up to this point have clearly been the dominant alliance in the game and i bet there's a way that she can present it that she was responsible for them staying together and kind of holding the fort down and like connecting them all i bet she could say that and so maybe
1: that's persuasive i think she was like truly i think she is like yeah i think she brought them together because it was her and drew at the start who made that alliance yeah so but and so
2: I hope she I hope she's she today in this episode was saying she's like I'm not voting D like I'm not voting D out at all like that's not happening and I was just like wanted to like shake her and be like Julie like you won't win like you're gonna lose yeah but I hope she has an argument where she's like I needed to be the one that was responsible for getting D gone
1: she and that's five. why I
2: chose to take her out at five instead of take her out at nine or something like that like mm-hmm. that's where I think something needs to happen and she needs to be able to connect those dots but
1: yeah.
0: Let's let's circle back to your main point. Bruce is a better oh, yeah. winner candidate oh, than Emily. We we talked about the Bruce side of it. Let's talk about the Emily side of it. So Emily just started off complete wrong foot and then was kind of battling uphill since then. She was moving and shaking early on within the first uh, pre-merged tribe. Lulu, were, Lulu, yep. And then she kind of steered a lot of votes, but hasn't made a bunch of splashes in the last few episodes. So you're just kind of thinking mm-hmm. she's fading right now and do you think, think she gets voted out early or she's like, like you see her just like making it to the end and then just either losing and fire or not being a go at final tribal or whatever.
1: Yeah I mean I think yeah she's fading I think that I don't know when she leaves. I think she makes it far. I think she's gonna be a final five um hopefully a, a top three but like my big thing with her is just that like the jury like recency bias plays a big part of this. It's hard for her to argue everything that happened on Lulu where everyone's arguing things that happened at merge that everyone was able to see. So I just think it's a little bit of like, the argument is lackluster in the middle of this game, or it has been the last few episodes. And it's just, I want her to, I want her, she needs a defining move. Like mama J needs a defining move. I think Emily needs a move. You can
0: argue everyone does except for like Austin. Yeah. And even Austin hasn't executed a move yet. He's just kind of got everything set up to make a move.
2: And that's what I'd say is like, who's like you said that people are making arguments for what's happened on the beach when they're all together. Like who, who's gone home? No one's made any moves. Jay Maya went home. Caleb went home. Sifu went home. Yeah. Kelly is the biggest move, but everyone kind of did that together. Mm -hmm. Emily,
0: Emily and Drew last or whatever episode that was, we kind of said on the pod, we, we split the credit there, Emily and Drew. So yeah. Okay. So like, yeah, I think
2: that's the only move that's kind of happened. Emily and Drew. Other than that, it's been pretty chalky. I,
0: I agree. Um one this is a complete hypothetical but what if Caleb just really appreciates how hard Emily went for went to bat for him he's been at ponderosa longer than anyone every time someone comes in he's like yeah man Emily really like was amazing at lulu like she pulled it all together she was responsible for it and then all she needs is one move and then it's like boom she got it i'm
1: obviously hypothetical but that would be yeah. fun i mean that's that's her that's her way to the victory i think
2: I, I would I would put my dollars on Emily over Bruce right now, and not to say that she'll finish higher, but like if they both were in tri- final tribal yeah, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now, yeah. Bruce has got some mending to do. Emily has some moves to make. So I would probably say it's probably pretty even flip, but I would probably go with Emily.
1: Let's make a gentleman's bet. If Ooh. if they both make final tribal, yep. Who gets more votes, Emily or Bruce? Okay, I will take Bruce's side.
2: Correct. I'll take Emily's side.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll scooch on over to Emily as well. Okay. We'll put a little we'll put a little wager on it.
2: Yeah, maybe um yeah, let's get creative. Let's think offline and then I don't want it just to be dollars.
1: Yeah, I want something fun. So perfect. We'll figure we'll figure it out. But yeah. Loser
2: I, visits loser visits the other person.
1: Oh that's dollars, baby. <laughs> that is specifically dollars. <laughs> nope. <laughs>
2: It's all right. I'll just have Darnay visit and we'll call it good. <laughs> all right. <Let's laughs> That's sco- a great confessional though. Yeah, yes. it is. Yes. Yeah, it was a
0: perfect level of spicy. That really carried a lot of conversation. Let's uh Appreciate let's scooch it. on over to the winners of the week. Starting with Outwit of the Week, I will kick it off this week. We've talked about her a little bit. I want to give a little more credit to Emily, one of my favorites on the season. I, I'm always gassing her up, but specifically I really liked how she asked Drew and Austin about their feelings about D and then they both hesitated and were like, "Uh, D's a good target. Like she's a good shield right now. Everyone's targeting her. So we like keeping her around and Emily like pretty immediately picks up on that, that vibe and kind of how they weren't willing to to work with her. And then we see, I think kind of towards the end of the episode. And then in the preview of next week, it seems like she's starting to turn on the re before a little more. So I think she's heading in the the right direction with that. And it started with that conversation right there.
2: And like the outlet of the week, I think with that scenario, it's so much deeper than thinking to ask the question. It's like also the vulnerability with like how you respond to it. Like she, I think that she said to them, like, how do you think that that may, like, how do you, like, do you see how this would make me feel like, or
0: did mm-hmm. maybe she just
2: said that to us? I thought she said that to them.
0: Um, no, actually, what it was was immediately after that situation. And I want to give kudos to Austin because this yeah, was his line. That. Austin goes, uh, Emily, of course, wants to know what we're thinking. And if we'd vote out D, I would if I was her, too. But we can't get rid of D right now. And I know Emily feels bad, but I just need to, like, calm her fears for a couple more votes to keep her on our side or something like that. So mm-hmm. Austin's well aware of what's going on. But Emily is, like, starting to to hone in on it.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give my out what out- the week to Jake. This dude found the fuck out of those ropes in the sand. He was not wasting his time <laughs> digging. He was he was not wasting his time digging. He's like, I'm just gonna just finagle my arm deep into the sand slowly but surely. I think that's the way to do it. It's like three, I think.
0: It's like the people that wade into rivers and like stand super still and then like stab their arm in and catch yeah. a fish barehanded. He just like straight in, straight out.
2: It's like noodling. It's like noodling for catfish, also, where he's. Yeah, just... yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, just put your. Wow. Um,
2: probably should be an outplay of the week, but we're going to do no an of the week instead. Just no, the that... outwit of. we
0: I mean, need to think about it.
1: That,
0: that's one of the 10 best survivor hacks of
1: all time. We're going to put it on a YouTube video. Yeah, yep. it'll find its way on there. Um, My outwit plays on Harv's a little bit. I got Austin. Because oh, one God, dude. doesn't look like your typical MBA student. But he, he went and outsmarted that challenge. Oh, he, he really he, he emphasized he's that.
2: He's like, I think I'm super hot, is essentially what he did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, dude, you look like every MBA student. Like you're exactly <laughs> what I imagine, actually. <laughs> um but for figuring out that challenge. Um again, I think, yeah, like Harvard's saying, he did a really good job. Oh, also lying about it. Great outwit. That was smart. Um, he did a great job around everything with the Emily situation. I mean, we gotta give him credit. He's he wants to play the game in a smart way, but the love of his life is also on the island. So this is like some Romeo Juliet. He's trying to win Survivor and get the girl. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> come on. That's that's outwit right there.
2: I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Someone... someone uh... All right, we'll talk about it after. Yeah, I mean, it was good. It was good stuff.
0: He's Real, quick. Really well. <laughs> Real quick on the challenge the journey that they went on to win to win their vote back they get the digits 987654321 they have three plus signs one minus sign they have to make it add up and subtract to 100 it's like not hard like they all they all said it after the fact it's not hard if you have plenty of time to like sit there and think about it and you're not stressed but in the moment it's really tough i really want to give again i love her i want to give a lot of shout out to emily for really struggling and then like acknowledging that it's the anxiety of being bad at mental math and like her job Mm -hmm. as a financial analyst and like i can't even imagine how embarrassed you would feel in the moment and like to just like own up to it and talk about it i'm like that's like that's cool for her so i want to give her kudos probably unnecessary but i love i love her Uh,
2: what i want to say before bryce jumps in and says something ridiculous is that is that I also think that this goes to show that like, this is kind of a, a a very cringy moment for me because like, I know people that are in you know these like analytical roles. They aren't financial analysts or they aren't you know stock analysts or anything. But like, mental math has not like she should know that mental math has nothing to do with her job description anyway. So it's like <laughs> yeah, she just doesn't why even know she does. Why are you embarrassed about this? It's like totally. That's the only thing that did piss me off a little bit. Is it's like, Emily, like, no one thinks that as someone that does that has like can take stock information and analyze if it's a good thing or not should be good at adding seventy five and then subtracting thirty two. Like no one <laughs> thinks that that's a <laughs> prerequisite for that. Yeah, that's really different.
1: I don't think any third grader could have beat that challenge. So I'm I really... think that that
3: challenge
2: was
1: really hard. <laughs> I think I would have been a. It was. One. It was also just. With lack of food, poor sleep, all of those things, oh. your your frontal lobe is not Perfect. working the way it should be. Like So there's That's a lot of that. Playing. Favorite
2: asterisk right there is my favorite asterisk. I love <laughs> it.
1: One
0: thing I was confused about too was a couple of, or one or two of them were trying to like change the order of the numbers. And then in the end, it turned out that you just kept them in order and moved yeah. the plus and minus. Nine. And I don't know if that was clear in the directions and they were confused because mm-hmm. if that wasn't clear in the directions, that would make that puzzle so much harder
1: it wasn't because austin says there's so many combinations and the screen shows like all the numbers flipping like when they're showing us like where oh okay okay but it ended up being just my understanding
2: was there were so many combinations like they could take if it was nine three one four like it could be 31 nine minus 31 plus four or it could be 93 minus 14 that's what, yeah, that's, what that's what they showed
1: as. That's what they showed as. But that the answer was just ninety eight minus seventy six plus.
2: Yeah, but like I think when they were saying talking about combinations, they're talking about you can use them as individual digits or combined or double digits or triple digits, like.
1: But yes, but on the in on the intro, it showed the numbers flipping around. Like it was like ninety two. Or fourteen. You see what I'm saying?
2: This is gonna sound. We're really. This is good content for a podcast. I don't. I disagree with you. I don't think. I think that the
1: instructions were clear. Okay, but that's what that's what they showed. That's what all I'm saying is that we can't trust what Survivor shows us. We we know. I mean, (laughs) fair enough.
2: But it looked like people were putting different. I I could have sworn because there was no space for them to rewrite. All that they were doing was there was just there was no space for them to rewrite the answer that they said is just on the one where it was they do they put the plus signs in oh yeah i mean that is true
1: that is true but again lack of food lack of sleep your cognitive ability isn't working is survivor
2: Survivor trying to like put us in that situation by making us see the numbers move because i don't think the numbers were movable at all and i did not think that that was a clear
1: they were movable on the intro but not on the thing yes you're right you're right but i don't know however that was a long explanation for your question there
0: yeah, and I, I still don't have an answer, but I appreciate that we were breaking it down. Um, it was clearly not super clear, but either way, tough challenge to do in just three minutes when you're super stressed out. Let's move on to outplay of the week.
1: Bryce, Michael, who has one here?
0: Um,
2: play of the week, I think Bryce goes first.
1: I got um Julie, her, her brains and her brawn. So I think she did a great job. Um. In the challenge, she's been doing a great job. She did a great job of figuring out. She was like, listen, I need to get your idol because this could go south. Mm. That's a great play. Good job, Julie. She had some great quotes, some great screen time. Also, she wanted to get Jake. She was She's adamant. Jake's simple. She is a simple-minded lady. I don't mean that with any hate, but her strategy is very, very simple. It is mm-hmm. get the person that is easy to see out and we will move on. That's fine. But then when she brought it to the group and they wanted to go the different direction, she took a step back. She didn't make it overly complicated. And she said, listen, like we need to we need to chill. And so I I gave her my outplay because I think she gained a little bit this episode in terms of how she was playing with the group.
2: I'll, I'll piggyback on that. And I think her and Emily are really in great spots where they can hypothesize with both sides now. Like she Mm -hmm. kind of has transitioned into, she can have a conversation about who she would like out independent of the Reba group Mm. with those former Bello members and those Reba people. It might be because they just don't, they're not threatened by her, but like they can hear that she's doing that and they don't really care that much. Like, I think that that is, I think that that goes to show that she has really high trust with both of them. Um, And I think Emily was previously in a situation like that. We'll see if she can rekindle it. So really good pick there. I mean, I'll just. I mean, I'll just say that the outplay of the week for me is either Bruce or Austin. I mean, like just purely making that puzzle happen. I think it's a really, really hard puzzle. Yeah. Um, and then Bruce, obviously, with the with the immunity challenge. Um, I hated, I hated like the sample size of it being two people that have done that challenge and no men have won. It's like,
1: also, a man has won that challenge. They got it wrong.
2: Okay, even it's
1: better. Like
2: Jeff, yeah. two is not a big enough sample size for you to say that and have it mean yeah. a single fucking thing. Yeah. Second of all, he did another one of those, and that's how you do it on Survivor. And it was just so freaking annoying. Anyway, so I'll, I'll say about, I don't want to into... give Bruce any flowers.
1: Michael's outplay has turned into Jeff Probst hate. <laughs> session. Everything's
2: Everything is rooted in <laughs> Jeff Probst
1: hate. Right, do you have an outplay? I do. I'm going to piggyback
0: on both a little bit. I'm going to give it to the Reba four as a group because I think they're just playing a little bit better than everyone else right now and the, the way they're sticking together are. and steering the votes. One thing I wanted to highlight that I found really interesting Austin has immediately told the entire group of four that he has two idols now. He didn't hide the the amulet that he got turned into an idol after Kelly got voted out from Julian D. we Previously, thought that only Drew knew about that, but the whole group knows about that. He also gave Julie one of the two idols when they split up into the three groups before Immunity Challenge because he was worried about the other two people she was with and was like, just in case she goes to a, a tribal by herself or something, I want her to have an idol. So they're just like sticking together really well. Yeah. And like they just have a good bond and up until now haven't really thought about turning on each other very much. Um, I do I do think there was a little bit of um, butting heads between D and Julie where D wanted to vote Kendra and Julie wanted her yeah. Jake thing like we said so that could be a potential issue and D didn't really hear out Julie and didn't really like give her a platform and just kind of walked all over her so I think that could bite her in the butt but other than that they've been pretty like even keel the whole time. it's been really impressive.
1: I'm glad that you said that because i almost or i didn't know if if uh, austin had told them about the second idol because when he was giving mama j the idol he said i can give you the idol not an idol
3: Mm, yeah and
1: so i i didn't know if it was like he was trying to hide it because i would have just had an an idol so um it was small and obviously didn't matter in the long run but i i was i didn't know if he was holding on to it holding it close to the chest
2: The, the other thing is and bryce pointed it out I'm hesitant to give that for any credit, A, because I think D's a little domineering. I don't think Austin's playing as well as he could be playing. He's just kind of stockpiling right now. Like, he could have made a few more things mm-hmm. happen. Again, mm-hmm. they're in a great spot, so I'm more just for the being cr- critical. But Bello ate themselves up. Like, it has not been a difficult journey in the slightest for Reba. They have had zero hard decisions to make. They've had zero adversity. Like, yeah, they're kind of in a spot where they're kind of cruising along. However... Yeah. Those are things where, like, they're not putting them; they're not making themselves vulnerable either. It's like if you're playing from the lead, like you want someone that knows how to play from the lead, and these guys know how to do it. Um,
0: For me, Outlast of the week. Real quick, real quick. What we haven't talked about it much. Do we think there's much of a chance of them i two fouring this all the way to the end? Ooh, Uh,
2: I've thought. I started thinking about that um, last episode, and it made me. Just kinda like I want I gave myself a little timeout because I they felt like it was not I was going a little too quickly. Um I do think there's a chance of it. I would hope that Emily could get in Drew's ear and shake things up because I think Drew's like I don't I think that it's gonna be either D or Austin then that wins. Mm-hmm. Um but I think there's a chance that they I two for it. I also don't think you remember how much nobility there was with the fire making between
1: or Sandra? or Sundra and, and Jen, becky. jenny
2: becky 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 like that would never happen here like they would choose oh my god
0: strategically like that was just that was, that was wild and i yeah um but yes i think there's a chance for what was i gonna say i forgot go what, ahead what i'll
2: say is what i'll say is i think we're at the point now jake should not get voted off the island now we're at that point so i hope julie can see that jake should be around until the very very end he's not a threat to anyone He's the only one I think that we can all agree on. Him and Katura are the only ones on this island that have zero chance of winning this game. Yeah. Maybe.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm okay, okay with that.
0: that. Um, so I would say Kendra and Kelly and Caleb aren't doing great either.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <This guy>.
2: Yep. <laughs> I agree. Uh so yeah.
0: Yeah. That's where I'm at. Was that your out last? No, we didn't. I cut him off before he got there. Yeah, do you have an outlast?
2: Um, My outlast of the week is going to be different than my winner of the week. I'm going to give my outlast of the week to Austin. Nice. And the only reason I'm going to make him my outlast of the week is, A, like I said, he's stockpiling, which kind of pisses me off just because I want action. But also, like, Mm -hmm. he's super in control of his game where it's like he's putting himself in situations, like getting that vote back, like – he might've felt pressure to play an idol for someone if he hadn't got that vote back. The other Mm -hmm. thing that's weird about Austin is I think he's playing this game that's really similar. And again, this is yielded from a conversation that I had with, with Joey Hewitt. He asked that I give him credit for this one. Um, We've expressed on this podcast before that we're concerned that when Austin gets to final tribal, he may not be able to articulate everything that he's done and he may kind of fall flat on his face. Or at least I have, I think you guys tend to agree that that's a possibility maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Some Xander vibes coming from mm, That's a good so, one. Just where like as soon as Xander made it to the final tribal, I was like, oh my God, like Xander might win. Like this might be one of the better final three episode stretches that I've ever seen.
0: Right. And
2: like I think he's got more to stand on than that, but there is just a little bit of like maybe people won't take what he's doing seriously for some reason or another. Um but yet he continues to put himself in this situation. So my outlast of the week is Austin. He just continues to be the lead dog um, and not perceived that way, which again is good, but eventually you're going to have to start being perceived that way. If you want to win a million dollars.
1: I like that take a lot. Um, My outlast goes to Kendra. I think that she did a good job of getting the vote towards Jake uh, and that chicken should serve her well in the future. No, I'm just kidding. I got Jake. Um,
2: yeah, good job, oh, yeah. Jake. That's a good one.
1: Uh, yeah, he's he's holding on. You know what? The thing about Jake is this man will do something in- incorrectly, shatter his confidence, and then, like, come back to camp with his tail tucked between his legs for one episode, like, two days. And then after something goes good, he's just back up to, like, the uber most confident person <laughs> in the world. Yes. Like, He just, he's in a roller coaster, man. He's a roller coaster. The next play speed is special on that one. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like the total opposite of what Emily's doing. Like Emily just completely changed her game. Jake's like, no, I can do this again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. My outlast, unfortunately, I'm going to have to give it to Bruce for outlasting Julie in another immunity challenge. I didn't want to give him outplay because I don't, I, I feel like outplay is like an effort thing. I don't feel like Bruce is putting a ton of effort into the game, but things are just kind of just working out it for him. Easy. Yeah, he just makes it look easy. easy. So Bruce is going up for an Aussie next week. I just, I hope it doesn't happen, but I, it needs to be said. So we're all aware. And as as Bryce mentioned, he has been safe 16 out of 17 days on the island so far, which is just kind of ridiculous to think about.
1: Insanity. And for all those at home and Aussies, three straight individual immunity wins. Good mm-hmm. lucks.
2: Which is again, Julie would be doing the same thing if if Bruce wasn't on the island. Crazy. That's crazy.
1: That is crazy. Um. <clears throat> Alrighty. Winners? Yeah, winners of the week. Bryce, what you got? You want me to start? Um I was jumping back and forth between two of the Reba four, but my answer for this week is Mama J. Yep. I think Mama J deserves this winner of the week. She had a great episode. A really good edit. I think she earned herself some brownie points by not pushing the Drake Drake the Jake vote. Maybe that helps her push another vote onto somebody else next week moving forward. I like her position. You know, when we when we were going over the preview earlier this year, I wrote a note about Mama J and I said she's going to be a really good alliance member. Mm. And that's probably the closest I got on anybody because she is a really good Alliance member, but still very wrong. Cause she's a really good player at this game of survivor. So very old school, but I think she, she's, she had a great episode. I think. Uh, yeah. I love that. That's good I'm going to piggyback.
2: I think I'm going to give mine to Julie as well. And huh? kind of that juxtaposition that I said, like the, she, she gives herself two very clear paths moving forward. And I think that I have high hopes that she'll make a disruptive decision. But Mm -hmm. in the same sit down in confessionals, she had a I'm not voting D out like there's no way that's my girl. Mm -hmm. And then in the same one, she's like, but D was not very receptive to what I wanted, which was to vote Jake. And I'm so I think she's allowing that ambivalence of letting two things exist at the same time. And she's going to have that decision to make. And I really hope that Emily, again, I have a lot of faith in Emily, is the devil on her shoulder that gets her to turn on D and Austin. Maybe somehow they could pull Drew into that. That'd be a really fun little bunch for me. And then um, yeah. you know, if they could cut off, if they could cut off Drew from that group and take in Jake to the final three, I think that is a final three that I'd be on the edge of my seat for. Most yeah. of Survivor Nation would be pissed about. But a Jake, Julie. Emily, final three. I'd be excited about that.
0: Wow. I think the way I could see, I think that's a, actually kind of realistic. The way I could see it is we know Emily and Drew had a little have had a little connection at times. Maybe they start that convo, and then we know Drew and Julie have the little exactly. mother-son kind of thing, so Drew kind of goes over and softly pitches it to her maybe before the immunity challenge of like, hey, Dee's kind of like bossing us around. Like I don't really love that, and Julie goes, yeah, me neither, and then D doesn't win immunity. And then Drew brings it up again, you know, G, D's kind of in charge a lot. Should we take a chance while we can? And I I could really see that. That is interesting. How about you? Right. My, my winner of the week is it's going to be Kelly uh, this week. She went home last week, but my goodness, she got a lot of jury content. I feel like you don't get a lot of, uh, camera pans over but we saw a lot of her when they mentioned the blind side of last week she was just looking mopey and frustrated and Mm -hmm. sad kendra mentioned her a couple times and how much she loved her and how shocked she was when she got voted out and so we had to pan back to kelly again to see how she was feeling about that we saw Caleb holding her hand a little bit, which I don't think any of us would be ashamed to, t- to take her place. Caleb's a beautiful man. Like she was just, <laughs> she was getting great content all over. So I want to give Kelly a shout out because we all feel like she went home too early. So nice job, Kelly. Well said. Oh,
2: good job to Kelly. I'm happy she went home, but I do think that she went home too early.
1: Yeah. But you know, game game. Yeah, game the game. Yeah. <laughs> We got eight people left. Eight Wait, people can I left? get my can I get my loser of the week? Certainly. Yeah. Just no no context. You all know the context, the reason why we've talked about it a lot. But my big loser of the week is Emily, um, and she ne- just needs to do better.
2: Just because of the the lo- the lost vote, yeah. the lost
1: vote. She got pushed away. Her her alliance is like, eh, we're not listening to you. She's in a bad spot. That's all my right. take.
2: Yeah, I mean that's fair. You are really you've sold all of your Emily stock and yeah, he's consistent. no money on it, unfortunately. You're gonna have to sit <laughs> on that if you want to make more money, but you did you did sell it.
1: That's all right. <laughs> that's all right. I'm okay. I got out early. I, I see the I see the downfall coming in the horizon. So I'm out.
2: Um I think that there is another loser this week, Bryce, that you should be pretty excited about, though. Who's that? For survivor,
0: survivor, anti-survivor. Let's go! Did you pick Kendra? Is that what we saw? I did pick Kendra. I did pick Kendra. Wait a minute. Yeah, and we apologies to the to the listeners. We really dropped the ball last week and just completely forgot to make our survivor, survivor updated pick. survivor survivor pick. So we did it offline. Bryce, as you just said, picked Kendra to be eliminated because he has been himself eliminated from the survivor survivor contest Same. so we're just letting him hang out and it means nothing but it's like it's like friends. when damn. it's like when you're at the you're at a men's league and one of the guys got a, like a seven-year-old kid shooting on the side hoop or something you're like nice yeah you're, you're playing with us man yeah, good job you're, you're out here you're out here All so right, damn. well i think that's <laughs> bonus points
1: for guessing the. no
0: it is you get we'll give you a bonus point or two but yeah you know well, we're still right. rolling you know we're still rolling here. Michael right. Michael ended up picking drew last episode who did not go home. And I picked Katura who did not go home. So we're still rocking Michael. You have Austin and D left to choose from. I have Austin and drew left to choose from. So with I'm, sure, I mean,
2: I'm going to choose Austin this week. You're going sure to choose Austin as well
0: with the potential uh turn on the re before those are both or all three of those are kind of maybe risky options. It looks like there was a little Drew and Jake head to head potentially coming down the pipe on the pre- next on Survivor, oh. which is concerning. So I don't want to pick Drew, but a lot of times those are very misleading. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Drew just Drew, so for, we're di- for the content for the content. So we're different, and I think I don't think Austin's going home at all in the next two votes. So yeah. I feel like he'll be safe next episode. Two. So the
2: issue for me becomes that like. I, if D doesn't get voted out here, should I get voted on that? Like, I think that yeah. I'm in to way.
0: Yeah, you could be. Um, Maybe. Yeah. So. I don't know what the strategy is. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so you've got Austin.
1: Uh, I've Bryce. got Drew.
2: Bryce, who do you have left? Everyone, because you've been eliminated for so long. It restarts. It's
1: <laughs> messed up. I actually took somebody last week. I went and looked at who I had left and took somebody that I hadn't chosen yet. So, you know, I play yeah. the game by the rules.
0: Who do so I would them? say you could still pick Austin. You could still pick Drew. You, could you still can still give
2: him a third rep at Bruce. No Third
0: rep at Bruce. You could still pick Emily,
1: Austin, Drew. I'll take I'll take Emily. You'll take Emily to be voted out. Wow! <laughs> really?
3: What? Loser what the of the week. Loser of the
1: week. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Emily. She's got a lot of hate for me today. Wow. Well, I, like I said, at least you're consistent, man.
2: Um, <laughs> hopefully we just get a straight up regular 8 people have votes and we have a chance for Bruce and Jake to join up with Katura and Emily and make something happen
1: I would love it I'd be with it fingers crossed but fingers crossed we're getting down to the crunch time as Harv said 8 people left so I think we got 3 episodes in the final finale
0: yeah. yeah, that so four episodes left. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well, I'm excited, I'm thrilled. Yeah. Sounds good. Anything else before we uh, leave the people for the day?
3: Um,
2: I don't think so. Uh, last thing, actually, just a quick shout out, really quick Bruce being a little self reflective. Well, he's a yeah. changed man, guys. So, I he changed himself completely this episode, and he's now a completely new person. So, I
0: think that we celebrate that.
1: We do celebrate that. With his win coming in four weeks.
0: I would assume because he was self-reflective and it did seem very genuine that like when he got home, he talked to his daughter and was like, hey, like, how do you feel about this? Like, I learned that people perceive me this way. Then he had a great heart to heart. I hope that's what he did. On the off chance that he didn't. And then they watched this episode together. And this was the first time she heard about it. And they're just sitting there in the living room, and she's seeing her dad cry. Like, I hope my daughter doesn't think of me. And then he just turns to her and is like, "Yeah, by the way, do you like hate me?" Or anything? <laughs> oh, something I forgot. Super, about. like it's not a big deal at all. Like I haven't been thinking about it every day since then. But <laughs> yeah, no, that would either be nice. that
2: either that or she was like they had the conversation, and she was like, "Yes, like." i dad, I've been
1: telling you this for five years. <laughs> yes, this is too much. This is horrible. She's like, he, that's why we go to therapy, Dad. <laughs> like, we've, we've told our therapist this. <laughs> uh, the therapist uh, is just punching air watching
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Oh man. Uh, that's good.
0: I hope it works out for the guy. Yeah. It just Absolutely.
2: yeah, it gave me uh it gave me reflections of Emily Emily's change that she had at the beginning of the season and she really acted on it Mm -hmm. something tells me bruce especially considering the the safety that he just earned with immunity is not going to change the safety that he has with immunity idol is not going to change
0: drew drew said it really well he he dropped a banger of a vocab word uh when he was describing bruce let me go pull that up but he was basically saying that it's hard for people oh tempestuous he says Bruce is in a tempestuous place. He says it's hard for people like Bruce to put their ego down and like acknowledge the way that they really are, the way that people perceive them mm-hmm. versus the way that they perceive themselves. And that's uh, that's some deep thinking from you guys remember the first episode when Drew said, I've got two personalities. I've got uh, the nerd Basile and I've got the cool guy, Drew. We haven't, yeah. we, haven't we haven't seen much Basile, Basile yet. I, I hope he he comes out maybe at final
1: tribal and he's like,
0: listen, this is what I've been doing. And I had this plan and this plan and <laughs> just
1: lays it all out. for And that'd be funny. Yeah. I mean, it's been a lot of the, yeah, the one way he's so straight and narrow. Oh, I'm a big drew fan though. So
0: I think. Well, I need to see more. He, he and Austin both have potential to like end this season. And like, we look back on it and like, wow, those are two like whichever one of them pulls it out is like that's one of the best players of the of yeah. the new era depending on I how mean, they, they wrap they wrap things up
1: they're carrying this season right now so yeah Alrighty, um, all right y'all um as they say in my hometown love to the children
2: love to the children happy thanksgiving weekend uh you and yours
0: happy early cyber monday <laughs> <laughs>